Welcome to another episode. I am Dagny. I am Damali. And in this episode, we're going to talk about neurodivergence. So before we jump in, let's give you a little snippet of what exactly we're going over so you know what you're getting yourself into before you start listening, right? So we want to go over one, what is neurodivergence? And then two, we wanted to discuss and share how we individually like came across it. And while we were diving more and more into it, realized that we both actually resonate with it and are both on the spectrum in different degrees. And also then, then in that, want to discuss how neurodivergence is portrayed in film and what aspects of social life, education, work, and things like that are there pros and a lot of, there's a lot of pros and some cons we can improve on when it comes to people who are neurodivergent. Yeah, it's basically just differing mental functions than um, the neurotypical person. Uh, neurotypical is someone who's not, who would not be di- like neurodivergent. Um, and uh, for example, the people on the spectrum of like autism would be considered neurodivergent. And basically it just means our minds work differently and we see the world in in a we are i guess we experience the world in a different way than i guess well you could say everyone else (laughs) um that's the basic definition cool of it yeah um yeah and then we have different and even the way we perceive the world the way our emotions um come out the way we react to things are are different from Mm -hmm. other people so that's like the main, the main definition. All right. Okay. So, yeah. uh, and I guess we want to talk about this because we thought it would be like an interesting. Um, okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Go ahead. Continue. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say uh, we thought it would be interesting to go over this because, like, obviously for neurodivergent people, there's like three. I guess there's three different types, right? There's the ones that where it's, you know, but they're neurodivergent, it's, it's obvious, like you can tell, or from um, certain, uh, I guess, movements of the way they act, you can tell that they are, you know, uh, neurodivergent and the people that you don't know at all. And then there are people that um, they don't even know that they're neurodivergent mm-hmm. because they've never been diagnosed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of right, the, right. I'll say that definition of it. So yeah. Okay. Then now let's get into how how neurodivergent is a part of our lives. So would you would you like to share first in terms of how did you first come across the term or the label or even what it is and and when did you realize mm-hmm. that oh this is possibly part of why this is possibly part of my life or possibly I am a part of this group of X-Men mutants. Yes, yes, we are X-Men mutants, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the neurodivergent word was kind of a recent word, um, mm-hmm. like, a, I don't know, if last year or a few years ago, um, I learned, like, what it was. So, clearly, I didn't know I was neurodivergent, right? Um, but I did know that, yes, in, in school, I, I did have certain, um, I guess, like, learning uh, challenges that... I, connect with neurodivergence i think um because uh, uh for most of my school life i remember always being t- learning things differently having to have extra help um because i uh, took in information in a different way 
Um, and as I've gotten older, uh, now that I, I, you know, I'm more used to my challenges and things like that, I'm able to, because I know there's certain challenges I have, I like deal with them, um, in like in various ways. Um, and there's certain, and then certain things that I, um, me that help me kind of thing. Like, um, for example, uh, I sometimes can be forgetful about certain um, things I have to do. And so to deal with that, I make sure to write a, write lists of things I have to do, or I have, I always have <laughs> my handy like alarms to remind myself, oh, Damal, you have to do this, you know, things like mm-hmm. that, because um, sometimes I can be a bit scattered uh, um, with information. Mm-hmm. Um, in school, math was like my enemy. And like, I hated it and I wanted to kill it. <laughs> I realized that was very important to, but math was just something that in elementary school, I kind of, it wasn't caught early enough. And then when they finally did catch it, it was just, you know, it, it like, it didn't fully, I didn't become a math whiz kind of thing. And because of that, it's always been like a struggle for me to deal with like any, like any math class was just not fun for me. Um, and, um, and like, for example, I, when I was in elementary school, I had a teacher that was like, hmm, she can't understand the numbers, but maybe, but she knows, but I was really good at reading. Mm-hmm. I was actually reading, like, my reading was awesome, my reading level, but my math, not so much. And so I had a teacher in particular that was like, oh, well, maybe we can write out the numbers, like write them using words, mm-hmm. and maybe that'll be easier for her. So that, that's just an example of how, like, mm-hmm. if a teacher knows how to, like, I guess, adjust themselves mm-hmm. to your students type of learning that is like awesome um and sometimes I would have teachers that knew how to do that and sometimes I had teachers that didn't kind of thing um and uh and yeah and so certain things like like even today I one thing when I have to pay for things I, I mean we have credit cards so it's easier but if I have to pay a certain amount of something I'll give like more because I don't mm-hmm. want to because things like figuring out change and counting the change that mm-hmm. I guess it's like a, I guess that reminds me of my younger days of freaking out over math yes. so like yeah. that's one way I deal with it I'm like uh oh it's like oh this is this will be eleven twenty six or something mm-hmm. or like this would be eleven forty seven and I will give them twenty dollars right yeah like I, like so then they can give me the change mm-hmm. and I and then later I'll just like count it that's how because mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to me like, counting and then freaking out being like uh you know uh also sometimes i mix up numbers so when i have to like copy down like an address or a license or something i have to really take my time to write the numbers down because sometimes i 52 can look like 25 mm-hmm. like things like that right you know so um and i guess it's a term of like it's funny everyone thought that i had like dyslexia but it wasn't dyslexia mm-hmm. it was actually dyscalculia mm-hmm. like mixing up mm-hmm. numbers and um yeah so that that's kind of my you know my struggle with it it's a if I talk forever about it it would take like days because there's so (laughs) so much that I went through in school oh my gosh and like you know and everyone just learns differently and um you know thankfully my I guess I could say my parents didn't like give up on me kind of thing Mm -hmm. they kept on especially my mom kept on trying to figure out how can I help my daughter get through school even with all those you know Mm -hmm. issues and stuff and uh, but at the time I didn't know I was neurodivergent I didn't know that was the word all I knew is that like I I learned things differently from the other people in the class Mm -hmm. um and I have to do things differently or have different accommodations to succeed um Mm -hmm. but 
you know, it's only recently that I realized, oh, okay, neurodivergent. Okay, maybe I am actually on some kind of spectrum and I I did not know kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just knew that I hated math. <laughs> right. Um, Me, I also learned about the term a few years ago. And when I started read, I think what I was coming across was adult neurodivergence sharing their experiences in the office or socializing and taking note of like the the difficulties that they were having. And I was like, oh, that sounds exactly like some of the stuff that would happen to me in mm. like interactions. So when I dig deeper and then there was also like, there's some like tests or other things you can research on to get a sense of like, where do you fall in the thing? So for mine, mine comes up more in interactions and routines. So, mm. which is some of it, it says it's as, as purgers or something, but like, that's not a word or that's not a term they use anymore. Cause like, that's the name of a Nazi scientist. I'm like, why did you use that name in the first place? But okay. Right. But, like... <laughs> but whatever. So, but it's still on the spectrum of like one routines are very important. And when it gets interrupted, it like, if I was a child, maybe I would get a little like anxious if it's being interrupted, but now I'm kind of like, yeah. I just shift out of that kind of thing. And then the bigger thing with interactions, I have difficulty like reading cues or reading the intentions of people or reading like, oh, it's my turn to speak or you're supposed to speak or I can't, or or the deal of like the small chit chat sort of thing. I feel very, either would get anxious or get very awkward. And then sometimes then come across as if like, I don't want to talk or I don't have, um, not that I don't have emotions because my face is like a cartoon character. It's very expressive, but not, not as smooth with moving around in the room or interacting with people. And before knowing this was a thing that actually, oh, a lot of other people deal with I before just thought like, oh, you're shy. You're supposed to go out more or you're just, you're supposed to be more extroverted or get over it. Or so because I have such a vivid imagination before I would like pretend to be characters in my mind in order to interact with other people sort of thing. Cause I used to do theater a little bit as a kid. So it'd be like, oh, okay, that's I'm playing a part cause I'm going to go to an interview or I'm playing a part cause I'm going to this networking mixer. So I'll psych myself mm-hmm. up to play the part and then go and, and I, I practice the questions I need to ask people and practice like all like all these things were in my head to practice to just do whatever what I figured everyone else just calmly naturally does and you just show up and say hello to people and just start talking well for me it was like okay I have question one and question two but I have to listen to the answer for the next question and then oh now they didn't answer it though so now I don't know what else to say um yeah oops you know kind of thing and then would get anxious if like I can tell that they were expecting something, but I don't know what it is because they haven't asked it. And then I'm just standing there and I'm like, did you want me to move? Or like, are we still talking? I don't know. So that is on that that spectrum side. That is where that is where I've experienced it most. Um, and then I, I couldn't tell if like part of it also was like for me on the education side, standardized exams was the big like challenge for me where yes, I'm okay in the classroom, even though sometimes I felt like, in particular, the the switch between, like for me, the Montessori type stuff 
was helpful for me because I liked being able to, like, I can go as far as I want to go. Like, I'm not being micromanaged as much with what I'm learning. But they they were more visual with, there were more visual aids with the learning in that system. When I switched then out of that, going into, like, middle school, high school, and the rest, which is not Montessori anymore, it did take a while for me to, like, be able, all my classmates just know how to deal with what's on the paper by itself without using the props that Montessori has you using to, to figure out the formula or or do the spelling and stuff. And me having to like, now I'm, which again, with my imagination, I kept on like, I'm picturing it in my mind, the props that I need, but that takes up time and the test is timed or like we're doing, remember they'll do like the mental math or something where you have to like do like 50 multiplication something and you have to like finish all of it. So it was... It was not easy, but it was just a lot of like adapting I had to do. But even with that, none of that ever came, none of that, none of that effort, it always felt like none of that effort showed when it was time to take the SAT or the ACT or the the tax, because in Texas we had the tax in high school or the LSAT and the GRE. Like it didn't matter how much effort I put into it. It was always a score that was not the score that we wanted. And there was never like an explanation for it. And it's like, but I can read. So I don't understand, but I understood the quest. I thought I understood the question. I don't know. So that was, that was a thing too, for me. And then in addition, like my answering of questions, like with essays and stuff, in particular, like in college and in grad school, I'd always take note that even though I, I would think I'm answering the question, but then the professor always like will insist of like, no, but you answered it to you didn't answer the question the way I wanted you to answer it, or like it was too broad or it's too like everything as opposed to this, the one thing they were asking for, but like, I didn't see it that way. So the deal of like, just constantly like seeing or interpreting things differently and then, but not understanding, like, but I don't get what you're asking for. Like, I can't read what you're asking for. So, mm-hmm. so that's been, that has been my experience and the deal with the, with the interactions, like I don't, I've gotten better of not needing to completely like play a theatrical part in order to like interact with humans. I still sometimes yeah. do have some questions memorized in the back of my mind, just in case kind of thing, um, as well as I've gotten better of not feeling as anxious. Like I'll do things of like, if I start feeling anxious, I can just step outside a little bit and mm-hmm. breathe or whatever and then go back inside and just chill or I don't have to I don't have to worry so much if there is a lull or a silence or a pause it's like it's okay I can fall back it's not I'm not like being graded on this or something yeah yeah and I think it's it's interesting what you said about the social cues or if like you know speaking with people um because yeah I think that's, that's one of like the biggest uh things I think with the spectrum was like like by on our own like we're fine or people that Mm. understand it it's fine but for dealing with people that don't it's always kind of like it's such a stress because you have to you know you you kind of yeah like you said like play a part like you have to fit into Mm. you know a certain way for you know i I also find um small like chit chat or small chat can be stressful Mm -hmm. um even though i'm supposed i mean i'm considered like an extrovert that's another term um loving to be around people talking and everything but i do get like anxiety um like especially if I, if I have to go in and talk with people or like or for interviews and things like that mm-hmm. where I'm really like it, it, sometimes I can really stress me out and I'm just like uh I, I don't want to be around people because I don't know how to react kind of thing mm-hmm. um and uh and like 
for, for me, something yeah, I'm having like, um, like for, for friends and making friends and things like that. Yes. Um, also sometimes in, um, uh, certain times in my life have been kind of di- difficult or like awkward mm-hmm. because I guess it's like act differently sometimes um that can get in the way I guess mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, of you know uh having certain like relationships and things like that with people mm-hmm. um and then how sometimes like I sometimes I miss cues to like someone does something and I I like I don't know if I'm sure I fully understood why they did what they did kind of thing mm-hmm. um so and I think that um that is just you know and you want to you want to be yourself that's right. kind of you know i think as you get older you kind of just like you know what if you have a problem with the way i'm talking then you know that's fine mm-hmm. um because i have had and people in the past too be like oh like why are you like why do you do that to me why are you like that kind of thing or people are or i uh once had someone said that like you know you're kind of awkward kind of thing mm-hmm. like little like things like that and i'm just like i'm just being like myself but okay you know <laughs> um you know, I'm just, I'm just like vibing, like, you know, what I mean? just, <laughs> right. Yeah. but I think now that I'm older, I'm kind of like, it's okay. If people are kind of like, I'm kind of weird or kind of awkward. That's not bad. I feel like it's not bad to be, it's just like, you're just different and you just like, you know, talk about things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like with details, sometimes like there's details that I'll bring up and talk about. And I'm like, maybe this isn't that important. Like maybe the details of this are important to me, but mm. not to somebody else. Like, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know? Uh, so yeah, I think, um, and also oh, another uh, part of my neurodivergent, I think neurodivergent is like distractions. Mm. Like um, I have to be very like um, absorbed of something or interested in something yes. or else I get distracted very easily. I get, I find that I get bored very easily kind of mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. So doing something that's not really what I want to do. I'm just like, ah, like this, some, some people are good at like, even if they're bored or even if they don't like it or hate it, they can still just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's, it's like very difficult. I need to like, I really like want to do it or I'm just like, uh, okay. Or I end up doing it slower or I take yeah. different time, like kind of thing. And then I'm like, oh, squirrel, like, you know, kind of <laughs> And I know it's happening. It's not like I can't, like, I know, oh, wait, no, squirrel, come back. No, come back. And I'm like, oh, like, you know, kind of thing. Like, I'm not yes. just like, oh, like, you know. Right, right. Um, I think that, that that's also an important part, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and just learning as we get older, learning how to deal with that and deal with other people and be like, you know, I'm just different. And it's just, you know, and I will say with the pandemic, that's made it worse i guess or maybe not worse but just like mm. i'm even more kind of awkward and have anxiety with crowds and people mm, because yeah. it, because of the pandemic we've been stuck inside all mm-hmm. this time whereas and i'm like why am i so anxious like even mm-hmm. for like friends that i know when i you know because i i've been to like a couple a couple of weddings this year and like i find myself being like why is this so awkward? i'm so anxious like what do i do like i don't know what to do and i'm just like oh this is awkward i'll just i'll just sit here and be like I don't remember how to do chit chat and small talk. What, how you do it but you know, um, but I think the in, the main thing is just you know just be yourself and just I think you sit in the silence. Like it's okay. Mm. It's like I don't awkwardness won't kill you. You just sit mm. there, be awkward, and then eventually you'll figure out something to say. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but I think is is the the interesting thing not only like with both of our stories and what we've also been seeing about like how more because there are more neurodivergence now who are adults who are advocating for themselves and then advocating for other children who are mm-hmm. neurodivergent. Yes. And how much, so much of it up till now or whatever was a lot of people having to just advocate for themselves 
and just figure out how they do things for themselves and having to just be comfortable with it all the time. But like from yeah. someone from the outside would be like, oh, but you have to do, it almost looks like, to me, it reminds me of, you know, the, the movie, A Beautiful Mind. And when like the person yeah. inside his thing, there's all this stuff all over the wall and everything. And everyone else looks at it like, dude, are you good? But he's like, no, can't you see how beautiful this is? And he can connect all the dots and stuff because his mind is like completely different from theirs. And I feel that's what, for people who are on yeah. the variety it's of the brilliant. spectrum, that's what it is. It is a beautiful thing. Yeah, I think how we focus our energy is like different. Um, mm. For me, I know when I was younger, I sometimes, I didn't know how to focus my energy um and certain things wouldn't like work out kind of thing like I remember when I was younger I used to I tried to be in ballet mm-hmm. but because there wasn't enough movement and I was bored I would end up like misbehaving in class mm-hmm. um and then so after that I was put into karate <laughs> which was a little bit better <laughs> yes. um and uh yeah so and now I look back at the time I didn't understand why like I was so like bothered because like for me it was like my uh, you and like my I like other other siblings and like they were in ballet and I couldn't be in it and so that really like stressed me out and I was all crying and everything so I was like why can't I like why can't I be in it kind of thing not realizing that it's because it's not my thing and I don't that's not where I'm supposed to be right Mm -hmm. and now I'm like oh I understand now at the time I was like (laughs) ah like why you know and then always having so much energy. Of course, I had so many imaginary friends. I had a very vivid imagination. I would make up all these stories. Like if you look back at my old notebooks, things like that, there's all these scribbles and drawings and things everywhere. Like my mind was like so like there was so much going on. And so that I think that's probably why sometimes I would like get stressed out or I would misbehave or like I would do things my parents don't understand kind of thing because I would have this like so much energy. And then um, whereas like now I, I know ways that kind of focus me and like calm me down kind of thing um and certain like uh for one thing I have a lot of different like hobbies and people and I get kind of I get really into my hobbies they could I mean some of them could be considered obsessions kind of (laughs) just Um, a little bit like you know different just a little you know I, I I go through things like I had my phase of like Nancy Drew where I I would read all of the books and play mm. all of the games I got like all of them kind of thing and then you had like this supernatural show I was like all over it kind of thing and then there's anime and then k-pop and the bts and uh, you know and then uh, well currently bts is like oh my god like I'm a big fan of them um and just like there's different like hobbies or things that I'm interested in that really they, they can really consume my energy and like I can focus on them for a long amount of time without getting distracted mm. like you know get me you know or, or even like like before like in school I love to write like um like uh, or or, po- or poems I like to be like poetry or essays and things like that um things that I really enjoy where I can focus my energy and I'm calm and I can do you know kind of thing and um so for me it's like I like I guess for me it's like I like things flexible but I also need a certain type of structure um, I think, and I think that's a big thing for people on the spectrum where you need uh-huh. structure, you need somewhere to focus your energy. Um, and I think also with like emotions, like sometimes I feel, I mean, I don't know if it's true, but I think sometimes I feel things deeper than people around me uh-huh. in some ways. Like I feel like other people are like sad, but I'm like sadder sometimes uh-huh. like, uh-huh. or other people are happy, but I'm even happier. Like, I feel like I really... I feel things very, very deeply and acutely. And I, and I really kind of 
go get into why do I feel this way and what is this emotion and what does this feel? Whereas I think other people are just like, uh, like, you know, like I can't, I guess I can't live. It's hard for me to live on the surface. Mm. I really like feel everything. And I I can have really, I mean, I guess it's good because then it gives me like, I think I can very have a lot of empathy. Like Mm -hmm. even if you're a stranger or you lost someone, it's not, and I don't know, I didn't even meet the person. It can really affect me and I I can get really sad about it and really depressed and cry and all this stuff. And like, very feel, I feel for people very deeply kind of thing. Um, And, and of course the main, you know, like the, the, I guess the main deal is just to find people that feel like that too. But, Mm -hmm. um, and so sometimes like, I think certain emotions, um are just like different like I just like it's almost I feel like I have a maybe I have a different set of emotions I don't know but <laughs> it's kind of like why am I like this like look, looks like it's bothering me more than other people like <laughs> you know um uh, I think and also I guess another thing back to a little bit about the relationships that like group projects were always hard for me mm. also um, you know if I didn't have the right set of people right you know then it was always like a disaster and people were always like either I would get angry with them or they have a problem with me or it's like some big issue because like they don't work like I work. And uh, that's why I kind of prefer when there were group projects, I was always like, oh no, can I just do it by myself? (laughs) It was always like, I'm doing something wrong or they're being annoying or I have to take over and do everything um, because it's like easier kind of thing or just like delegate to people, just do, you know, kind of thing. And it was always kind of like, it was always stressful because I'm like working with people and having to do some kind of project is... um. Just it's just hard all around, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this just things like that. It, it was always like, um, especially in school. And nowadays, a little bit easier because you, I guess, you have more, a bit more control over, mm-hmm. you know, your life than because in school, like you have ways where you can't, you know, do anything else. But uh, yeah, so that also, um, yeah, and just the like the the way I like things or the way I um, can be very like detailed about things. Um, and I really have to, because I know my, how my brain is sometimes, how it works or how it moves, I have to be very like detail oriented about things. Like when I'm working on something, I have to really double check everything and triple check everything, you know, and quadruple check everything <laughs> to mm-hmm. make sure that like I understood what I had to understand and what I read made sense. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's just interesting interesting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I think that that is also the thing in terms of feeling like an outsider or feeling so odd or so different or so weird like why can't it be it just seems it's easier for everyone else why can't it be easier for me but then when you like like you break it down which I I also um resonate with in terms of like yes all the details are important that's why we're here like what are you talking about like and feel so like I we must get this completely the way it's supposed to be because it's supposed to be great like why can't anybody else see that like that sort of thing and then especially when you're in a group because yeah group projects for me too in school was a nightmare always hated it and and I think that was because it was always a deal of like all the other everybody else in class just took it as oh yeah it's just something for a grade and you can just half-ass it and keep it moving Mm -hmm. while I took it as like no this must be the masterpiece that it should be not and it was never because it needs to be an A plus it's just because that's how you interact with everything you're working on or everything you are focused on um and being made to feel like that is either 
you're taking advantage of. It's like, oh, then we can dump on you then because obviously you're just going to do it all anyway. Or you're made fun of, of like, oh my God, it's not even that big of a deal. Oh my God, you're such a dork. And then that kind of stuff too, which as an adult- We don't understand. Yes. Well, as an adult, it's like, okay, bye. But as a kid, that makes you feel (laughs) like, but then what am I supposed to do? Because I have to sit with these same people for the whole semester or like the next three years or whatever. Like that's your whole life, basically in your little bubble of a world in that time. I think also the the intense emotions also, I think it can get- misunderstood by people who are not on the spectrum like us because yeah. then it's also like well I don't see what the big is so the, the response is always like you're so sensitive or I don't see what the big deal is or I don't sort of deal as opposed to just asking like let's unpack that like I see you're really passionate about this why you know like that sort of thing would be yeah. Yeah. and instead of like then and, and maybe that's why we always end up we are the people who have the most vivid imagination because it's in our imaginary world that those sorts yeah. of things are celebrated or recognized yeah. or we can be free like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I can be anyone in my mind. Like, mm-hmm. you know. mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's only one, there's only like one or two, or th- like I can count on my my one hand, mm. I think, the awesome groups, I group projects or groups I've been in. Yeah. Like it's very rare. Like, the only couple yeah. people are like, wow, wow. If anything, I'd be surprised if the group actually was smooth because I'm mm. so used to people like, being like annoying or like yes. we're not seeing eye to eye on things um, and just kind of, uh, yeah. And, and then also because of the heightened emotions, sometimes like I won't, there's certain things I don't share. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I have like there's certain like, like I have like, you know, certain friends and stuff. And, like there's certain things I feel like I can't share fully with them because I feel like they're like well my emotions are all the way over here and I don't know if <laughs> theirs or then I don't want to like you know mm. you know there's certain things there's only like certain people certain you know um people the uh, family I can share with and like certain friends I can share but I can't share with like everyone right I, don't, I feel like not everyone would fully get like mm. do you know how deep these emotions look do you know how far down mm. as the matrix this go- right? rabbit hole <laughs> goes and, and not only just the feeling of the emotions, but the way I think about them and what they mean and what they elicit and what they like, like, you know, I, I really um, like well, this is going off the topic of it, but like, I like reading books about like, you know, like how to deal with, uh, we're just kind of how to deal with the world around you. Like, how do you, you know, like, I think about like, um, like when you get really angry or bothered or whatever about something like how like what what is the best way to deal with that emotion or like when you feel like down or sad like should you try to stop feeling that way or should you just let it be or like how do you what does that mean and I get all into mm-hmm. the psychological when do, you know like what do I do you know whereas I guess maybe other people are like okay this sucks and then they I don't know <laughs> I don't know do something else or, I don't know I don't know like I'm not you yeah. know what I mean like it's not like you know, like no I want to get into this like what mm-hmm. is an emotion like you know what I mean like I need to research this yes and I just feel like uh probably this is fine but I just feel like other neurotypical people that maybe don't do that they just need much, the emoji you know? and that's it sometimes yeah, yeah. that's it you know so but uh, for me I'm just like oh but what does this mean like <laughs> Um, but I think, like I said, the good thing about it is I think it makes us have very deep, like, deep, like, we will really care, kind mm-hmm. of thing. like, we will really 
care about. Like if you want someone that cares to all the way, like that, you know, those are, those are the type of people you want to be with because like they like will, you know, we we notice everything. We're mm-hmm. aware of like everything. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a blessing and a curse. <laughs> you know, it is, it is. As long as people actually appreciate it. Because we also actually, because of the way our minds go, which this maybe we'll start going into like showing how it's illustrated in movies and stuff like that. But like the way uh, yes, our minds yes. go, we actually are more efficient in the way we think. Because we really mm-hmm. think outside of the box. So we connect the dots more mm-hmm. rapidly. Yeah. Because of where we're not we're not coloring in, in the lines or we're not thinking inside yeah. a uniform situation that everybody else yeah. is thinking. So and also uh, segue, literally I can't color in the lines. Like it's really hard for me to literally like color, yes. color in the lines. Yes. No. Anyway. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why that would be, I don't know if anyone's done that project. It'll be interesting to take note of like any like way out there, innovative, company or movie or something if one could find out did the person who wrote this or invented this were they neurodivergent it'll be interesting to find out the majority of them were but then like of course the rest of the team was a different type of mind in order to get it to be a business or whatever it was kind of thing that would be interesting to look at but yeah okay so let's get into let's get into the movie so let's start Uh, with let's start with how about you start with the the k-drama and then we'll go into okay. the Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, there's this wonderful, awesome K-drama that I think people should watch, whether they like K-dramas or not. Um, <laughs> it's called, Extra- I think it's called Extraordinary Extraordinary Attorney Wu. And basically, uh, it's a K-drama, it's like a Korean drama. And um, this girl is, uh, she's autistic, but, and she's, she's autistic, but she's brilliant. Um, and she becomes an attorney, like one of their, and it's a big deal because, oh my gosh, an autistic attorney. Wow. And so basically the show just kind of does a very good job. Because remember on the last podcast, talking about how K-dramas are so intense and complex mm-hmm. and everything. In this one, I think that this show does a very good job and the actor, the actress that plays the part does a very good job of showing what it means to be autistic in, you know, a world that like is not always the kindest to people who are autistic or different or, or are obviously different kind of thing. And for her, um, she uh, for her neurodivergence, it's obvious she's autistic because of the way like she moves or the way that she like does certain things. Like she'll do a thing where she has to count to three before she enters a room, mm. things like that. Um, and she's really into like whales. Like she's obsessed with like whales. Wants to talk about them like all the time. Um, everything needs to be straight. She has to have like certain like you know things done with her world to live in it. And in the show, it just goes over how, like, how people act to her kind of thing. Like, some people are really weird. Like, they can't handle it. They're like, what is this autistic person doing? Mm-hmm. We see her meet other autistic people, but they're different from her. So it's different. We even see her dating, which is it's really, it like, interesting. And how, like, mm-hmm. um, thankfully, the guy that she's with is very, like, patient and understanding. I mean, he really cares about her. So, like, it works out. But. But there's, but of course there's struggles because the way she communicates or the ways she does things and, and it's, and the thing with her, she's very like self-aware. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm autistic. And this like, like, it's kind of like, even if it's hard for me to show that I care, I do mm-hmm. care kind of thing. Like This is like, it's, it's very like, she understands it's hard for her mm-hmm. to have her do things like that. Um, and the interesting thing with this show is that like some of the things she does, I, I'm not autistic, but some of the things that she does reminds me of myself, mm. which I thought was kind of 
interesting. And I'm like, what? And I mean, I watched the show after I knew about neurodivergent. Right, right. So I was like, what the heck? Like, why didn't I know all this stuff before? Like, you yes. know, kind of thing. Yeah. And in like, you know, like she did things like, you know, she like counts three times before entering a room. For me, I don't do that. But like, I know that sometimes I like to double check stuff. Like if I lock the door, I, I sometimes need to check it two mm-hmm. or three times mm-hmm. to double check that I locked it, like things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and how she can't stop talking about whales. Like when I'm interested in something, you know this. Oh, yes. This, oh, yes. <laughs> when I'm into something like before, it was like the anime, Supernatural, BTS. Like I, I can talk about it forever and I forget mm-hmm. that, oh, wait, other people might not be interested. Oh, wait, other people have other <laughs> things. Oh, wait, you know? And yes. then like, <laughs> even in the show, there's a part where like her dad is like, um, or one of her friends is like, okay, you can talk about whales at this time, but then <laughs> you need to talk about something else. Like you need to be like for a lot of time uh-huh. to remind her when to talk Cute. about. Cute. And I know that I, like I can be like that too. Um, and also the anxiety too, like not and and saying like, kind of like feeling like, oh, I'm kind of different. I'm kind of odd. So maybe I should I should do something else, or maybe this like I can't be with you or stuff like that mm-hmm. um also her how oh what she notices like her empathy like there was one character who like was kind of annoyed with her because they used to go to school together and she remembers that like um oh I don't want to well I don't think this is a spoiler <laughs> I'm like okay well this don't is get too much yeah, don't yeah. Get too much. but um basically she the autistic character notices things um, that other people didn't think they noticed. So it's kind of like, I see you and I know you used to do this nice thing. And the other person's like, what? I didn't know you noticed that about yeah. me kind of thing. And I'm like that too, where there's certain details, yes. you know, and I, I'm, I'm very aware of like how people do things for me or care about me or like how how invested people are in me or like how much I'm a priority to people, like things like that I notice. Like, and like, and maybe like other people might not see it or care, but I I do kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the autistic character, like there's certain things that stress her out. And like, if she doesn't do them in a certain way or people mess up something, she, it freaks her out and it makes it hard for her to like uh, function kind of thing. Um, for me, I, I don't, I don't know if it makes it hard to function so much, but I do know that when I'm anxious or things stress me out, it, it makes it hard for me to like finish certain mm-hmm. tasks. Kind of thing, and I end up being like, oh, why well, isn't this working? Working kind of thing, mm-hmm. or like if some or things are well, when I was younger, things didn't work. Like I would get really stressed, and I would cry and be like, why can't I do this? Other people can mm-hmm. do it. I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. Whereas now I'm just like, well, you know, that's just the way it is. Like sometimes, mm-hmm. like if things don't work out, it takes a long time. Like you know what? I'll just be, I'll just take my time, and mm-hmm. I'll be patient with myself, and finally I'll get it, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I just, yeah, I, I don't think I gave too many spoilers of the. <laughs> I don't think so. Cause I haven't watched it yet and I don't feel like I know the whole story. So I think you're okay. Gonna... Cool. Awesome. I'm like, oh, let me not blah, 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 like, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> but it's really awesome because you can, I mean, in the attorney or law world, obviously, yes. you know, as like lawyers kind of are, I guess, known for like, you know, doing some shady stuff, you know, mm-hmm. or like twisting the you know, or like you have to um, do stuff to get ahead and like mm-hmm. any kind of job where you're like in the business world and like CEOs, Lars, everyone, it's it can be very cutthroat. Yes. And the main issue with this character, the autistic one, is that because she's autistic and she's very like honest, she's very honest. It's almost mm-hmm. like she's too honest for her job almost. Right. 
Like that's kind of, you know, and like that obviously is difficult because we know that with lawyers, like if you're defending someone, like even if you know that they did it, liar, (laughs) that's not the point. You're just supposed to prove their case regardless of your opinion. And if you're someone that wants to be honest and do the right thing and you're like, but no, the other person is the right one. Yeah, it makes it difficult. So, you know, that also was kind of interesting. So anyway, um, those are a little bit of that show. I think people should watch it. I don't mm. think that was, <laughs> well, like, I feel like if you do the podcast, we put like a note on it and right. be like, yes. spoiler. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. Yes. Disclaimer. So, um, and then, uh, yeah. And then I guess you can, you remember that movie that bent the, the other one that's been Affleck. A bit. Yes. Yeah. Which, and with that one. Yeah. Yes, the main character is right. I guess I mean that movie's been out for a while, so I'm sorry if you haven't watched it yet. We might spoil it a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, with the accountants, the main character, they are autistic. He is autistic. He's also an accountant, and the way they portray him, he's he's very much into routine. Um, Yes. Yes, he doesn't really socialize at all. Also, doesn't really have facial expressions really or different types of facial expressions but he is brilliant at what he does as in like yes. he is the most reliable brilliant accountant ever if that's the one you want to audit your stuff or make sure you don't get audited that's the one you call and he will just and he will he will be completely zoned in like the the scene where like the whole room is full of boxes of papers and he's just going going through every single line and everything people are like you're not tired what's going on you don't need water da, 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 da. and he does and he did all of it as if like his mind is a computer or something and and then the added thing about it is that well technically speaking you know the family he comes from there's some you know fighting military whatever stuff he has to get into and he's a very efficient he just happens to be a very efficient assassin he just you know wasn't doing that you know but then it came up and he's like yeah all of a sudden he has all these guns just in his house but he just hasn't used them it's fine fine. and then again still very efficient no emotion like the the surface looking like there's no emotion um and but still a but obviously still a person who truly cares and when you see the flashbacks of like him and his brother and what he still he cared for his brother when they were growing up, but it was obviously difficult because the brother was not autistic while he was and this sort of thing. And so it it showed, it was for me, it was like the first time in a while of a movie showing autism without it looking like it's some handicap that the person exactly. is completely like an invalid, like they can't do anything themselves and there's such a burden and blah, blah, blah. And even though, yes, in the flashbacks, the, the mother like ran out on the family because she said it was too stressful to deal with a child like that. But to see the way that, which then goes into how like, well, the dad trained both of them almost as equals of like, you both will be able to deal with yourself. Like you need to be able to take care of yourselves and that sort of thing. And for him to then be this adult who completely takes care of himself, like you wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't. The only thing you would take note of, of like, oh, he doesn't really want to have lunch with us. But that's it. Like, there's nothing else to claim like he needs to have extra time or anything in that way. And and he also is a badass because he ends up doing the assassin type stuff later on in the movie. So it was really it was really cool of like, yes, the story was its own story with some suspense and everything. But it was so cool to be able to have an autistic character in that story 
who wasn't like you're in a hospital and it's just you're someone that someone's holding their hand and going around and that's it. It was so it was so it was really cool to be able to to see them to see it portrayed as like, no, you're a part of society. It's not a, it's not some, the person doesn't need to be secluded off somewhere and like, as if there's something wrong. Um, But you just, but there's so much, when you see his personal life, there is so much effort that he has to do for his life to be as it is. Like the way his house was set up, I have one fork, one knife, one plate. I put it in this exact same spot over and over again. Like all of this, routine stuff which I was like I resonate with that too because I kind of be doing that sometimes yeah. I mean not exactly but I mean that's how my kitchen uh-huh. is true but um it I I think it was awesome because I think it gave it I think it gave it more of a human touch to yes. that character which we don't which we don't we I don't think I've seen in a movie in a while um mm-hmm. which I really appreciated uh to see that yeah uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, you make me now. I want to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's been a while. True, it's been a while because it was good. Yeah. And even and I love the, the writing where you didn't really know what was going on until later on, and then like didn't figure out who was fighting. You're like, oh, exactly. Like, yes. No, it was cool. It was well done. Yeah, and I, I liked I liked how it was. I liked that. Yeah, it shows a different side. It shows there are different types that like autistic people are not all one person. Like mm-hmm. everyone acts like you know what I mean. Like people tend to think it's only one people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, they're just like neurotypical people. Their brains just work differently. That's mm-hmm. all. They just see the world differently, and they're you know they're just very um you know. And then because of the way their brains work, they tend to be very like very like brilliant or intelligent, very yes. intelligent in different ways because of how their brains are, you know, connects stuff like that. Um, and so I think that like, you know, that movie was like, was great. I thought it was, yeah. Cause it was like, mm. oh, you see, they, you know, they're all just, you know what I mean? They're all just, you know, living and doing their thing kind of. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they tend to be brilliant. They tend to be like, um, well, this isn't a movie, but I guess like, I don't know what, I think uh, what's it called? The other one is uh, uh, Elon Musk. I know okay. everyone's. And he's on the, he movie. is on the spectrum right yes i believe he's on the spectrum um and is quite in the news these days shaking up twitter i know Mm. yeah Yeah. and i want to make sure i look up the proper like i think i don't know if it's i don't know which one one like i think he also is oh yeah he has asperger's oh okay all right okay yeah yeah which is also yeah he's autistic kind of thing Mm -hmm. so and we know he's like this huge, like big CEO, super smart mm-hmm. all this stuff. And, um, you know, and, uh, and I think um, he talks about too, how sometimes like with the emotions and stuff, you know, you, like he needs to tell you, I think this is something like, I, you know, that check, but please fact checking it. I don't know. If <laughs> I think that like um, what he has to tell people how he feels about mm-hmm. stuff. Like, it's like, I'm really happy because I have to, you know, because then like his face, his face sometimes doesn't. Doesn't share it. Right. And, and you know and oh and also another show that i totally forgot about is it's okay not to be okay oh Ooh, my god yes oh my goodness <laughs> this is so true yes oh my gosh, yes there's an autistic character in it too yes, like, yes yeah. that's true that one i've seen we saw that one together didn't we right yes, we did. Yes. yes no that is also a very good one mm-hmm. yeah which also gives you a good idea of like yeah how, how autistic people can be and like and the actors really they obviously did their research because they mm-hmm. really you know mm-hmm. were able to show the complex um, 
Um, and then I guess for him, for the autistic character, what was it? That he, oh yeah. Painting was his thing. Painting yes. is like his like, you know, and then the thing um, that calms him and that he's brilliant. Yeah. At. yeah. Mm -hmm. He's able right. to do. And then, and I remember for him to like him and the girl from extraordinary attorney, Wu, like um, they needed like pictures of like, there'll be like cards of different emotions yes. and then a picture of it. So it'll show a mm -hmm. face. So it's like, reminds him, okay, this is the face you make when you're sad. This mm -hmm. is the face you make when you're, you know, right. kind of thing. Right. Um, and, uh, and I think it really it did a job of showing the the struggles you can go through as an autistic person and the struggles that families can go through with mm -hmm. autistic people, you know, to get, you know, how, how things are. And, um, well, I don't know what else could we say about that. But kind of <laughs> I think also, I think also it was, it was also good to, for the way they portrayed it. Cause yes, this, for that character, it was a deal of like, no, he can't, it, it may not be the best thing for him to be living by himself or completely being yeah. on his own due to the way, um, the way his spectrum deal was. And, and the, the, the insight of him making the effort to try and learn. So with the facial expressions, it wasn't only like he has to make, it's like, I'm trying to understand why does your face look that way? Oh, is that what does, you yeah. know, I'm like he would do the deal of like asking his brother, or the other person, what does that face mean? Why are you making that face? Oh, that's the emotion. And then he would draw it. Yeah. So being able to paint emotions, wow. that was his way of learning and being able to like illustrate how he feels because you can't see it on his face, but he can paint it. Yeah. So, you know, the deal of like yeah. the, the way you're, is like each of our, the way, what we are brilliant at is how we are expressing our emotions yes. as opposed to yeah. everyone else is just through their face or through their, the inflection of their voice kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So that I thought was so, was really beautiful. I really liked the way they they showcased that without saying like, this is what he's doing. It's like, no, you're, you're showing it throughout the entire show mm -hmm. so that by the end, he was able to do an entire, an entire uh, book, like an entire children's book uh, yes, all the yes. images and everything you know but then also due to yeah. him like you then see how this the the spectrum is one where yes everyone knows he has it but there are other characters that are very close to him where it's like I think you might be on the spectrum too maybe not all the way wow. where he is but you got something going on too but like why is it looking like that like what are you doing like what happened to your mom like what's going on like you know stuff that like I don't think you're typical either okay but you know but the the, the deal of which I think was nice also to take note of, of like yeah there is because it's such a spectrum you'd be surprised how many more people possibly are on it and did not know but are still struggling, still struggling with it and how they they were able to teach each other through their experiences to deal with themselves as well as how to continue nurturing each other, like they're nurturing their connections. So I thought that was beautiful. It was still a sad, it was still a sad show though. But yeah, yeah. it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. But it, it was it was it was good. It was it was a anyone, so yeah, everyone watch the accountant if you haven't. It's okay not to be okay, K drama, extraordinary attorney woo. That's it. That's your, yes. that's your homework. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say in terms of what you like to focus on? What would you say that so the thing that you either focus on or feel in your element that enables you to express yourself in the most comfortable way or the most authentic way? That's right, yeah. Um, I guess the, yeah, the main thing is just like when I like to do something, like when I'm, when I am not being like distracted and my energy is fully focused in something and like, I, I'm able to spend like time on it and like be focused like the whole time. 
those things are the things that really that are awesome for me because I know there's like I because I know I get bored easily and because I know that like if if I'm not aligned with something or I'm not feeling it I can be kind of like uh, I don't want to do this when I am really focused on something I'm like okay all right this is what I need to do like you know and and I guess in some ways it makes it easier to have like know what I'm interested in or to have like like hobbies and stuff because I know what makes me you know be like focus and things like that um so yeah just like focus the if i can focus the energy and i have the certain structure that i need then um awesome fruits can be um bared is that the board bared? <laughs> <laughs> we can <laughs> we can bear these awesome fruits i don't know what kind of metaphor i'm going to make but yeah so focusing the energy um and knowing what your limits are and what challenges you have and you know, just doing things for yourself that make life easier for you and like little tips and tricks that you use. Like, um, you know, like I know I always get lost when I drive. Mm. And so I know that sometimes maybe you should go to the location the day before, or maybe you should route it before, or maybe you should pay a bit more attention to the signs. Or if you do get lost, take a breather and just, you know, go turn around and try again, you know, and not, you know, and just kind of be patient with yourself, I think is the biggest, biggest thing. Um, well, it, you know, I mean, with me, with my, like, as a, everyone's thing is, um, the way they do stuff is all different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and before we, before we end this, what about you? What are, <laughs> I would say for me, it's, it's with my imagination and creativity, um, ah, yes. with dancing, with painting, with writing stories and like, creating the outfit and the music and the video to go with the story that realm i'm i feel i'm able to express my emotions or express my feelings more authentically and then also like in-depth in-depth research and in-depth conversations like going really deep in stuff that i've been like way down into the matrix of the rabbit hole about this topic i love i can express myself more of like, did you know what happened in this year? And then this person did this and this person did that. And like, did you know where it like developing something? Like I'm all into that of those like certain topics that I'm into. I think that is when I also get to express myself more or end up sharing more um, comfortably or authentically too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think it makes it easier to relate to people because then when I come across people who are having issues or have learning issues or like, you know, I, I, I get them. Like I'm very, mm-hmm. I find I'm very patient with other people. Like if I mm-hmm. see one that's kind of, not afraid to like go to people that are different and be like hey how are you and let's talk and like you know yes. kind of thing um and especially if i find people that are interested in the same things i'm interested in um and i'm like oh okay so um that, that kind of that's kind of like you know um helpful because then and, and if we have more neurodivergent like helping people and becoming leaders and teachers things like that mm. like we can have a much smoother time like in school because it's like yes. you're not weird we just have to teach you in this different mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess that's our neurodivergent talk. Like, <laughs> I think so. I think this was a good one. I want to hear from you guys, like, yes, you well, know, this topic. <laughs> yes, because there's so many other layers we can go into in this. I feel like this was like the introductory episode, part one, part one <laughs> on neurodivergence. Because it's true, we got to talk about education, entertainment, uh, yes. technology, so relations. Oh human relations plant relations all of it plant relations you know government relations all of it all of it 
So that might be that it might be another part. So let us know. Let us know if you enjoyed the episode. Let us know if you got any questions about neurodivergence. Are you a fellow neurodivergent mutant? Let us know. And maybe we'll continue the conversation in another episode. Yay. So thank you all so much for listening. And we'll see you in the next next time, in the next episode next time. Yes. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Take care.